time started. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the fourth episode of the Crosswalk Podcast. I am your host, Cross Fuller, and today's guest appearance is a dear friend of mine, that being Nelson Karnowski, aka Nelly T. He is a current student at Bearden High School. He's a he's a part of the sophomore class, graduating into his junior year, and he's a part of the Leadership Two curriculum as well as a, um, a Bearden basketball player for the men's team. How are you today, Ellie? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing awesome. I'm super excited to have to do this episode with you. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So, and I also know that we are going to have your sister on tomorrow. So I'm looking forward to that mm-hmm. very much. So. All right, so let's dive into it. So can you tell me a little bit about yourself? Uh, you know, like you said, I'm a sophomore. And I play, like, my main thing right now is basketball. Mm-hmm. It's um, pretty much year-round. You mm-hmm. know, I play for two different teams. One's in the spring and, you know, uh, bearded in the summer and in the fall. And uh, I take leadership, too, like you said. Mm-hmm. With Mr. Martin, that's got to be my favorite class, hands okay. down. Wow. Leadership one, also. So I'm which one? Which one do you like better, two or one? I think I'm gonna go with one because I feel like the class was a lot more, uh, I guess, active. I agree. I agree yeah. with that sentiment. I yeah. Leadership two class is kind of quiet almost. Yeah, it's independent. It's very independent. Mm-hmm. You you work on an action research paper, so you know it's definitely different from a discussion based, and then you kind of make the transition. Do you plan on taking leadership three next year? Yes, most definitely. Okay. All right. And do you have any idea what your project is gonna be? By chance? Have you I'm thought about it? I'm not quite sure yet. Not quite sure? Okay, very cool. All right, well, how was life at Beard High School? I mean, yes, you are a sophomore, but two years ago you were an eighth grader at what middle school? Uh, West Valley. West Valley. So how was that transition like? I feel like as soon as I got to high school, it was a lot more, like, free. Okay. And it was a lot – the teachers are a lot different because a lot of them, they want you, like – they really need you to do your stuff on your own time. Mm-hmm. And in middle school, they were like, hey, if you don't do it, you know, do it in class or something like that. But I have teachers, they'll give homework, and they'll be like, if you don't finish it, that's your your problem. You mm-hmm. do bad on the test, your problem. Mm-hmm. I mean, some teachers care more than others because everybody's different, but there's other, you know, things like that. And the biggest change was probably, like, leadership class because at first I didn't understand how leadership could be, like, taught. I was like, you know, this is very interesting. My sister was telling me, she's like, you got to take this class. Yeah. It's, like, life-changing. And I get in, and it's, like, great because mm-hmm. – it's not just being taught leadership, it's being taught how to work with others and how to not even be the leader if somebody else is the leader, how there can be more than one leader in a group or something like that. Mm-hmm. And in middle school, it was always just, you know, you sit in your desk, you do your work, you know. Yeah, it was math, just, science, social studies. Exactly. There was, there was no yeah. other little class other than like, you know, PE or something like that, or I yeah. took band. Got I was it. in percussion. There wasn't a lot of responsibility in your end. It was kind of, here's what your you know here's your dedicated time slot there's yeah. no choice behind it exactly okay so all right so you enjoy the freedom of choice you like yeah definitely okay so between your freshman and sophomore year which one do you like now because you got to taste what high school i guess to its fullest extent your freshman year yeah and then march 12th <laughs> happened and then now you're doing your sophomore year during covid time so how has that been um i it was definitely like an experience it's unreal you yeah, know, I don't even understand it as I'm more of a younger kid now. Yeah, and I, in in the future when I'm older, mm-hmm. I'm gonna look back and I'm gonna be like, "Wow, that really happened." Mm-hmm. It's just unbelievable. But I, it's it was a huge lesson to learn from. Okay. As soon as COVID hit, when I was a freshman, I almost I lost like a lot of determination to do things, and 
throughout like that little time period where there was just no school, they said testing is over. You don't have to do that. I did have an AP class, AP Human Geography, uh, geography. Mm-hmm. and my dad was like, "Hey, you have to study for this test." And I was like, "Oh, you know, it's no big deal. Everybody's, it's all right." Because we were taking it online, and and it was going to be like a lesser of a test. Yeah, yeah. There was there was only uh, I think like five F. No, no, no. It was a few FRQ questions instead of like a huge multiple choice test, and I just kind of lost the motivation. And like a week before, I was like, "Oh man, maybe I do need to study." And then after the test, I I realized I was like, you know. If school's not telling me what to do, I need to figure out what to do on my own time. Mm-hmm. And right after that, I like opened my mind to so many new hobbies. Because it used to just be basketball like every day. So now, tell me about those hobbies. What, what did you do during that time? Well, we got a drum kit. So I said I was in percussion in middle school. Mm-hmm. It was mainly like the marimba and like stuff like that. But I learned the basics of drumming. Okay, very cool. I have no clue what the marimba is, just to go on there. It's like but... the, xy- the xylophone. Okay, very yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> very cool. <laughs> Pretty much the same thing. But, yeah. Uh, I started playing the drums, and my brother, he picked up guitar and uh, bass guitar. He plays, like, seven instruments now. He's wow. in an orchestra. Very cool. So Noah, he, that, that's what he does. Yeah. Noah is their, uh, his brother. Oh, yeah, I forgot to answer okay. that. But uh, I started playing drums. Uh, it started because my dad was, like, he wanted to do a little, like, over that COVID time period, he yeah. wanted to do a little, uh, like, schooling almost. Mm-hmm. So he wanted us to do, like, little things, like, like a little music class. Like, he's, like, just, you know, every maybe 20, 30 minutes a day, just work on music for a little while, see how you like it. And I started to really like it. I'm not that great, don't get me wrong, but it's so free, and you can, like, express yourself in music. So I'm in a little band with my friends now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's just, it's great. So, so just a question for you. Would music potentially be your Leadership 3 po- project, that's, maybe going into it? I mean, have you thought about that? I haven't even thought about that. That's probably, that's really given me a huge out like that's giving me a good idea <laughs> yeah i mean i mean i think leadership three gives you the chance to kind of dive into those hobbies those passions that i don't think a lot of kids have the opportunity to and it's really cool when you can make it a whole you know big chunk of your day mm-hmm. i mean leadership it's only during third block so that's two hours and 30 minutes of your day every single day so that's five days a week that's a lot of time that you can put into i guess honing that craft um so, what else are you currently involved in when, other than basketball, is there anything else? I'm in this uh, principal's advisory council. It's uh, Miss Sayer's little, like, group of uh, kids that we talk about, like, the issues or the things going on at school and how we can fix them. And mm-hmm. it's kind of like a new, I'm... It's your first year doing that. Yeah. yeah. The honor board, I think it's called, right? I think so. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty cool idea. I've never really, like, thought of something like that. But it's not even just, you know, like, top students. It's just people that... It's a mix. Exactly, that yeah. she can talk to. And it gives you a lot of, like, different points of view. Because, I mean, we're all students at Beard High School, but a lot of us take different classes. Very cool. So, kind of tying that into the AP Human Geography aspect to it, when you didn't take that test, and, like, the teacher, that I believe, he had Cody Martiner, yeah, Ms. Yeah, okay. I did. So, you had Mr. Martin... Um, without his absence of, like, teaching and leadership, did you see that there was a void of leadership? In leadership? Yeah, when like everything was just like, all right, we're done. Exactly. Yeah, I I do definitely think there was a absence of leadership. Okay. What Mr. Martin teaches, a lot of it he like tells you like do this on your own basically. It's a lot about uh, I guess integrity. Yeah. So we'll be working in groups and help like give us minimal instruction. 
so when I was away, leadership was not really like it didn't come to my mind because I I was you know living with my mom, my dad, and my brother, mm-hmm. and my sister wasn't always there because she was you know at college, but me and my brother I didn't really like focus on him too much I was just like all right I'm just gonna do whatever Mm -hmm. you know and he kind of followed with that I mean he went his own way but we both just kind of stopped doing what we were doing okay very interesting so COVID it it allowed you to discover new hobbies but you also felt there was a little bit of loss to what to do with the time yeah there's there's like two parts of it yeah it's a two-sided story and I think Mm -hmm. a lot of people can relate to that I mean I know I can you know there was things that I discovered i.e. wanted to do a podcast I think COVID really helped me kind of push me to do that but I think there was a lot of times it was like man I don't know what to do with my time so normally I just picked up more shifts at work that's what I do. Um, talking about leadership on this topic. So leadership one, you know, you learn through habitudes and the discussions. And then leadership two, you're also doing habitudes in your action research paper. What's been your favorite habitude and why? So we had a little assignment where Mr. Martin asked the same thing. And I put the velvet brick. Okay. And for the audience, can you explain what a habitude and what the velvet brick is? So the... Just the habitude or like... Yeah, just give her a general overview of the habitude. Habitudes is like a basic idea that uh, what you do is it's it's usually it's like an object or something random, like a velvet brick. I mean, you don't really hear about that often or like a golden Buddha. And it relates to leadership in life. And it gives a basic, like a, a specific theme that includes the object or something like that. Mm-hmm. And the velvet brick is, so a brick is hard almost, and then velvet is, you know, soft. So what it's saying is that leaders need to have a good uh, balance of being tender, but also being, you know, hard on the inside. So you need to accept criticism, and you also need to give criticism to others. That's what it's mainly about. Yeah, so it's perspective. You need to know when it's the balance between, do I need to be stern or do I need to you know, pull back and just be accepting. I I like that. So now we're going to kind of take a different route. We've talked a lot about Mr. Martin. We've talked a lot about leadership class. And I think it's safe to say that you view Mr. Martin as a leader. Yes. So what are some, or who are some other leaders that you view here at Bearden High School that you look up to, you learn from? Maybe your basketball coach or Miss Sayers with the honor board, or maybe even a peer. Who are those people? Well, I know it's my brother, Mm-hmm. He does go to the school, but I, I, I don't really see him that often at school. Mm-hmm. But when I do, I can see him being a, a pretty good leader. Like, I see him always talking to other people. What makes him that good him. leader? Why do you visualize him as that? He's He knows, like, he's he's real. He's not being a fake when he talks to you. Okay. He's trying to help you out. Mm-hmm. And he just, he's just a friendly guy. Okay. And it's not just like that he's talking to you to be nice. He's talking to people because he actually wants to be talking to them. And mm-hmm. he really, he's a really smart guy if you really listen to him. But, you know, sometimes he doesn't express his words in the yeah. best way. <laughs> yeah, I'm aware. I've met Noah a few times. <laughs> so you've touched on a few times with the Velvet Brick and then now your brother. I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, a big part of what you believe in leadership is you have to be true to who you are. Like the morals and the ethics, when you go and talk to somebody, you lead somebody, you have to be honest and have that integrity that you were talking about earlier. Is that a true statement? Yes, Okay. definitely. Is there been an experience in your life when that hasn't happened? Did that form that opinion to be like, if I'm a leader, I have to do this? 
that that didn't happen that it didn't happen or that just showed you like i want this to be a trait in my leadership that's what i value in it uh yeah i feel like that has happened okay in uh the summer i do lifeguarding Mm -hmm. and there's been a few times where some of the people didn't really they didn't really do their job almost Mm -hmm. and it's not like you know the most hardcore job it's pretty much you know you sit on the stand you watch other kids and stuff but what people they won't do their jobs and i kind of became lazy and I grew into that and started you that know, being yeah. lazier. I, I'm not saying I didn't like do my job, but I didn't really have the uh, integrity to do it on my or to like always be focused. Like mm-hmm. I'll sit up on the stand, I'll start thinking about other things or something. I was like, wait a second, I'm working. <laughs> so my job is to save people potentially. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I get that. So you're saying the environment has a lot to do with it and yeah. after that moment when you were lifeguarding over the summer you're like you know what i i gotta make sure i don't do that mm-hmm. okay very cool very cool so we're gonna go off leadership we'll come back to it later um what has been some of your favorite memories in your time at beard high school and you can go to freshman year you can go to sophomore year whatever you like every day is a memory for me okay some of my classes yeah but <clears throat> excuse me some of the like some of my favorite memories mm-hmm. have got to be just like for for this year it's got to be my whole like french class wow okay tell me about it well it's not like any other class i've ever had there's like a hundred grades in the, my aspen for french wow so she gives a lot of work yeah so i guess a lot of students would say that's not their favorite part about french so why is yeah. that your favorite memory well it's not necessarily my favorite but it's on but the top yeah, yeah because this is like a huge lesson for me because mm-hmm. I was like, man, I got all this work and she teaches, but it's not like teaching a lecture every single day. Sometimes mm-hmm. she doesn't really get up and show us a PowerPoint. Sometimes mm-hmm. she does, but it's all about yourself and mm-hmm. how you learn by yourself. And it c- kind of goes back to the integrity we were talking about earlier, but it really, it's it's been teaching me like to be diligent in my own time, mm-hmm. which yeah, it really does relate to what we were saying. Yeah. But, yeah, that's this got to be one of my favorite memories because, I mean, yeah. it just never happened to me before. Yeah, I think it was a learning curve, and I think yeah. that's one of my favorite things I guess I like about you is every time that you talk, you always find a way to bring it back to, I guess, your core principle, which it seems that you your favorite lessons is attached to everything you do in your life, which I think is really, really neat. Um, your freshman year, I know we kind of brought it up. What was that like? I mean – did you enjoy that type of high school? Do you enjoy it kind of now where, the, I guess, like, for example, we have a pit in the middle of our school oh, yeah. where people used to just crowd the hallways and you couldn't get anywhere. I mean, do you like this flow of traffic? Do you like seeing the, the safety precautions and the mask with the teachers? I mean, is that new, I guess, style of teaching? Is that something you enjoy or do you like the change? Or I think I enjoy the new changes. Okay. I mean, going back to, like, you know, the pits. Yeah. Um. People used to crowd all the time. I didn't really go in there or anything. Yeah, cause I, I didn't either. Yeah, freshmen don't really do that for me. That's true. <laughs> that's what they yeah. kept telling me anyway. Yes, yeah, I mean, that's normally a senior thing. But yeah. They also know. told me there was a pool on the roof. Which... Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, but, there, is, there is a pool on the roof. Oh, uh, there is? Yeah, absolutely, there oh, is. Oh, dang. Yeah, wow. yeah. There's also pennies when you walk the floor and as you go into the pool. Oh. Yeah, it's really neat. That's yeah, cool. It's really cool. Um, you only get to see that your senior year, though. Oh, okay, so, okay. I'll yeah. be waiting. Look forward to that. Um, your sister's seen it, so she was actually the one that showed me about it when I became a senior. Oh, really? Yeah, it was really I'll, cool. I'll ask her about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, really neat. Um, back to being on topic. <laughs> yeah. Um, for a disclaimer, there is no pool on the roof. 
Um, so we, we're going to have your sister on for the next episode, um, which very excited for. And you said she's done leadership program. I know your sister was heavily involved in SGA and NHS, which those are Student Government Association and National Honor Society. How, in watching her and seeing her go through that, how did that develop your leadership or what have you learned from her? Well, um, she did lifeguard with me for one thing. Yeah. And at that time she was four years older than me. So head. she was technically like, she was a head guard and mm -hmm. she was my boss. Yeah. And I really started to see that she leads others. Mm -hmm. And I thought leadership was just like a trait where if you have it, other people will follow you. And yeah. That's just it. But it's not just simply having leadership. You actually do actions. Mm -hmm. And some of the actions were like, you know, if you're off task, she'll tell you you need to be on task. Or she'll have a great idea and she'll be like, if we want to get this done, I need everybody to work together. So one thing that she really taught me was working together and actually using other people. If you want to be a leader, you have to actually lead a group. Mm -hmm. And that group needs to be working together. And she sounds like she, you know, valued the idea of teamwork, you know, mm -hmm. one team, one fight. Yeah. as well but i'm guessing i'm guessing she also encouraged i think encouragement um is that what you were talking about with yeah. saying like get on task let's do this together she's definitely she's a really nice person uh -huh. but i feel like she won't hesitate to tell you you know come on like you gotta step up a little okay. she's, she's definitely not mean she's probably one of the nicest people i know yeah but, yeah i would yeah. agree with that sentiment for sure so have you incorporated those lessons in your leadership today or when you went when you started your leadership journey because she told you to do it did you want like I want to learn these aspects or did you kind of feel like I want to go learn my own thing and do my own thing I'm gonna go with I definitely want to learn my own thing yeah in my leadership two project mm -hmm. I, t I talk about how like I don't I didn't understand how leadership completely worked and yeah my question is how is it passed down from like one person to another mm -hmm. and I begin by saying mr. Martin teaches a leadership class and I said usually you know you teach subjects like science or math and leadership didn't seem like something that could be taught. It seemed like a trait that you just had, mm -hmm. that you were born with almost. So he, it kind of goes to, uh, I'm not really sure to be honest with you. <laughs> it goes like with the principle that leadership is not, you're not just naturally born with it, it has to be developed. Yeah. You have to make it one. Yeah. It to be a constant thing. So have you enjoyed that journey in writing that paper? I mean, that paper is almost a six-month journey. That's, yeah. that's a lot of time. You do literature reviews, right? So have you enjoyed writing that and discovering your answer? I definitely did. I have definitely you have found an answer? I mean, did it come up with an answer? Yes. What is that answer? Well, it's, it's multiple things. It's not just simple yes or no. Yeah. So leadership can be passed down from one person to another or from a leader to a follower. Mm -hmm. but my main three things were influence – um, observation, and I think the third one was just being simply taught, because you know you can teach leadership or you can give leadership by either just being the follower and watching somebody else lead and be like, oh, that's how you lead. Yeah. Or influence, you know, what the leader does rubs off on you. Mm -hmm. and they can talk to you and you can you know use what they said to become more of a leader. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Well, uh, Nelson, that's all my questions for, I guess, us today. Thank you for being on this episode. I Thank really you. do appreciate it. Um, I'm really excited to see the Karnowskis, you know, to get to see the high school perspective, get to see that college perspective. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening.
and take the next steps alongside with me. And I hope you have a great rest of your day.